Hi, this is Charles Kelly, Money Tips, the last uh, broadcast of 2021. And as this year draws to a close, we see another report again of property prices rising by uh, you know, the highest rate for, for many, many years, certainly since about 2006, which was, of course was a couple of years before the last crash. But they've reached record highs, record levels, which I, I guess you would expect that because uh, you know, property prices are not going to be the same as they were in 1950. Uh, but shares also have, have reached record highs on many of the markets. And this is despite poor economic uh, outlook for, for the year and you know interest rates got rising inflation and all these things and yet house prices have continued to rise uh, during the you know the, the year even after the stamp duty holiday ended in uh, September they've reached now an average price across the board of just under 255,000 pounds but that's going to vary wildly from say parts of Wales and the northeast where you know you can still pick up a property for 40 50,000 and you know, London, where you wouldn't get a garage or a parking space for that and properties can sell for, you know, the tens of millions. Uh, so London prices, um, they didn't go up everywhere in, in the country. Uh, property prices in the countryside where people wanted to move and get out of London to uh, have gone up by more. Uh, Wales in particular by 15 percent. Parts of, I know parts of Devon went up by more than that. Uh, but parts of London actually fell in some boroughs in, in London. People want this good life, but I think they're going to find it a little bit different out there. Slower Wi-Fi, um, perhaps some church bells going off on a Sunday morning, waking them up. I don't know, but I think things could be different, especially if their employers start to want them to be back in the office five days a week. That could be a problem if you live hours and hours away. Now, the nationwide uh, lender that's, that's, that's uh, published this report and, and the Halifax that published their report, similar kind of figures, both say that the, the market will slow next year. Perhaps growth will slow. They, they never say it will fall, uh, but they say the growth will slow. This is due to you know, interest rates rising, uh, slowing economy, uh, the new variant and that sort of thing. Uh, and also because people have kind of brought all their po property pr purchases forward last year to, to beat the stamp duty holiday. Stamp duty is a tax that we pay, an obscene tax we pay in the UK, just to buy your own property to live in after you pay tax on the money you've earned to buy it. Uh, but there you go, it's, it's now a very high tax. So they had a holiday and that, that boosted uh, sales uh, during during lockdown periods. Now interest rates are obviously a factor, as we've mentioned, interest rates uh, rose recently to 0.25% uh, in, in the UK. U, the US expects to increase rates three times next year. And normally that would mean a cooling influence on the property market. But they've done this, of course, to, to curb inflation which is increasing at the highest rate you know for 40 years nearly um, in, in the UK over five percent in the US seven percent uh, but shadow stats the, the the market sort of statisticians who look at the real stats say that if you calculated inflation the way it used to be calculated in the 80s inflation would now be over 15 percent and we know that the price of stuff is going up very fast in the shops we know that fuel costs could double for many people in the UK. So it could be a long winter uh, for, for, for many people in, in, in the UK. So rates have gone up already in the U UK and I think they will start going up in other parts of the world as they have done in some countries. But the banks are, are between a rock and a hard place that yes, they need to increase, increase uh, rates to curb inflation, but they will also then end up paying you know billions and trillions of, of dollars more on their 
debts that they owe to bondholders. So they've got to they've got to balance that that carefully. Many people say that inflation will be temporary anyway. So we, we'll have to see how that really pans out during the year. No two economists are really going to agree with each other. Uh, so we, we, we will have to see. Um, I'll put the full details up on my on my blog. Uh, you can see all of the different areas. Wales up 15%, Northern Ireland 12%, Scotland 10%, the North 7%, London, you know, it says up 4%, but some parts of London actually dropped. So we, we will have to see, you know, you have to check for yourself. But prices do vary wildly in, in, in most parts of the country as, as it does in most parts of the world. Now, the year has been dominated by lockdowns, then, uh, you know, Freedom Days, and then more lockdowns, uh, even up to, to the point of, uh, Christmas and New Year, where Scotland and Northern Ireland and Wales have got lockdowns, but the U England hasn't. Uh, and, and, you know, we've seen uh, a 71% slump in international flights coming in and out of the UK. Retail giants such as Debenhams bite in the dust and thousands of small businesses and hospitality firms either really suffering or going out of business. And yet, you know, on the other hand, uh, other businesses have prospered wildly. Um, not just the likes of Amazon, but any business that has adapted to the online world uh, or uh, Zoom, the dreaded Zoom meetings. But, you know, lots of training businesses have gone on to Zoom training now, uh, whereas they would have done everything face to face. So many businesses have actually done better in, in the last year. So it's all about how you adapt and how you look forward to the year and what your intentions are, what your real intentions are. And I put an article up there, I'll put a link to it called how will you prosper in 2022? It'll be on some of my older episodes anyway, and how you can make 2022 your best year ever. And I'll give some tips there, not just on goal settings, but doing something about it. Now, it's also been a year when we've witnessed climate disasters, and in particular, just before Christmas, uh, the, the Philippines suffered a major uh, typhoon in the Southern Islands, and, and many had their homes just wiped out. 90% of homes were wiped out. And just before Christmas, we were worrying about you know, will we get our turkeys? Uh, and yet people there were starving and dying of thirst. So I put up a little fundraiser on my Facebook page for Rotary. It's a Rotary fundraiser to, to raise money to provide shelter for people who've lost their homes in the Philippines. And, you know, we also saw in this year a lot of money migrating from, from countries, uh, from, from, you know, perhaps countries like China and Russia into property markets in the UK, Canada, Australia, etc. Um, you know, wealthy people, are more and more seeking second and third passports, you know, cash for passports in many countries, even Euro European countries. And, you know, we also saw a, a mass migration of people looking for a better life, moving into the Western countries, just turning up and saying asylum. Uh, and, you know, who can blame them when they can see online now that people in the West are having the life of Riley and, and they're, they're starving. So, you know, you can't blame them, but, uh, I used to be involved in helping people to come to the UK legally and we've never seen, we've never witnessed anything like that since, you know, a time of great wars. Uh, but look, what can we look for for the, the next year? Well, financial education is the key to, to making money, to keeping money and to building a wealthy and secure, financially free future for yourself. And that's why I say keep watching my free stuff on YouTube, Facebook, all, all of my channels, uh, iTunes on the podcast. And do like and share those and subscribe to get that free content out to more people. Now, look, I also talk about you know saving and, and economizing and that sort of thing, uh, you know, to, to make the best of your money. Of course you should do. But can you really get rich just by saving and economizing? Well, I don't think you can. 
Um, you might do if you save every penny you earn for 40 years, but you know, really to accelerate your wealth, you need to, to do more than just save. And that's why I launched my new book called Borrow and Grow Rich. Now it's going to be published on the 1st of January. So do look out for that. And I'm putting a special offer up here where if you, um, you know, order a copy of that book and pre-order it, I'll, I'll give you a PDF copy of my last book, Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness, absolutely free. And there's another offer I'm putting out where um, you can get, if you, if you look out for that, you can get some free chapters as well. But do look out for that because I teach you how to use the power of leverage to really accelerate your, your wealth and, and your wealth building uh, because that's how the wealthy people have always done it from you know thousands of years ago. They've always used the power of leverage. You can't just, you know, even the, the businesses like you hear about, oh, Jeff Bezos started selling books from a garage and Michael Dell started, you know, building computers in a garage and Apple started in a garage. But, you know, to really get big and to really, you know, not just become a small, successful business, to, to scale it up, they needed leverage. They needed other people's money. They needed angel capital, investor capital, venture capital, and they needed stock uh, stock capital. So look, that's the way you do it. So I'm not going to talk about the big businesses, but how you can get rich by borrowing money, using other people's money, not to buy silly, frivolous things that go down in value like gadgets and clothes, but to buy things that go up in value and, and what we call assets, not liabilities. But you need leverage to do that sometimes. So look at look out for that borrow and grow rich. Um, it's up there on, on Amazon already. And you know, I want to just thank everybody for supporting me in the last year for, for liking, subscribing, for sharing my content and for, for your comments. Love to hit, see those. And I do wish you all a very happy and prosperous new year. Remember to make it your, your best year ever. Don't think about what's going on in the wider world's economy. Look at what's going on in your economy, your you economy. So thanks very much and happy new year. Great to see you all. Thank you.